You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Before we get started today... I want to let my listeners know that going forward, I will use this platform to not only entertain you, but to help bring about change. I have been looking inwards at myself and decided that I will be more active in the Black Lives Matter global network. I must do my part to end systematic racism. I know that through continued self-education and listening, I can help bring equality, justice, and healing to the Black community. Listed in the text of this interview are various organizations you can donate to that support Black Lives Everywhere. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam on the Broadway Podcast Network, I am chatting with Jason Michael, the MC of Chippendale's Las Vegas show. Don't go anywhere, because when we come back, we are going to strip down and take it all off with Jason Michael. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jason Michael with the Chippendales in Las Vegas, and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. Hi, Jason. Hi, Adam. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here this morning. You're welcome. So you are the MC of Chippendales Las Vegas. Yes. So let's start at the beginning. How did you get involved with... Chippendales. Um, I know you have a theater background. So yeah, Um, I actually got into Chippendales, funny as it may be, um, from Instagram. Uh, The creative director now, um, John Cook, um, kind of like knew about me from Vegas and like what I was already doing in the scene out here. And honestly, he just messaged me on Instagram one, one day and was like, hey, we'd love to bring you in for an audition for the show. We think you'd be a great fit for our host. And honestly, like, that's how it all went down. Like, the fact that, like, people say now 2020, like, Instagram is your resume was uh-huh. very true in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and now Chippendale, since, like, most performances around the world, um, there there's no live in-person performances. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are doing Chippendale's virtual at-home shows. Yeah. So can you yeah. explain a little bit how it works and what it's like? Um, Yeah, so obviously since everything with COVID and the pandemic had hit, um, a lot of live entertainment was completely affected and shut down in that type of sense. Um, But yeah, we tried to think of something where we could create some type of platform where we were still reaching out and and being able to be present for like our audience and things like that because you know it, you just you just never want to go dark in in that sense you know mm-hmm. and so we created this uh virtual event which is chip and Neils at home which is a 30 minute virtual experience where we do like anything from bachelorettes to divorce parties to birthdays like anything like that and it's like drinking games and it's you know we do like never have i ever giving them a chance to get to know us a little better and getting to know them a little better because it's obviously a more intimate experience um when it's um on virtual because you know, in our shows, we go from anywhere from 300 to 1,000 in an audience, whether it be on Vegas or in tour, you know, so it may not always be like that type of very close uh, one-to-one uh, intimate experience. So it's something where they get the chance to kind of get to know the guys a little better and gives them a closer look at who we are rather than when they come to our live shows and it is just such an abundance of an audience, you know? So it gives them a little more opportunity to have that little personal experience with us. But yeah, it's been like this very fun 
cute, exciting, like virtual experience to yeah, be able to still connect and stay forward with our audience. That's great. Now, how does, as the MC, how do you fit into the virtual experience? Um, so in, in a sense, I basically host, um, host the interaction and everything, mm-hmm. kind of just taking charge of the room, you know, letting them know what they can do, what we're going to do, making sure they're comfortable and, yeah, just to keep the keep the ball rolling and keeping it like an exciting experience because obviously you know there's that that third wall when it's virtual rather than it being um, at a live performance. You know there there's kind of like that little bridge there that you have mm-hmm. to kind of like break through. You know to keep the energy there and to keep it exciting and to keep it fun. So basically that's what I'm there for. You know just to to keep the ball rolling, to keep the excitement there, to make sure everyone's still having a good time. That's great. And since you've been doing the virtual at home shows, what's the craziest thing that's happened in one of your um, in one of your shows? Honestly, I will literally say this. This happened to me on what was it? I think it was this Friday. <laughs> um, I do like this little uh, bit in the skit where it's like, you know, well, myself and the other guys are in their underwear now. If anyone else wants to join us, now is your chance. And finally, I mean, I have done a little over a hundred of these in quarantine. And finally one person actually got down to her underwear and like completely stripped down. And I was like, you don't understand. I've said this a thousand times now. And you were the first person that's ever actually gotten down to their underwear. And yeah, she was just total free spirit. And she was like, all right, I'm here for it. Strip it down. Wow. So yes, I would definitely say that was probably a very fun, exciting moment. That is very exciting. And um and and it's the furthest that the guys strip is that the furthest is their underwear. Or do we they do, some... we, we go a little further. Oh, okay. I'll leave that for you guys' imagination. We definitely go a little further than that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> as now, much as Zoom as Zoom protocols allow us. <laughs> <laughs> now now with Chippendales, you are one of the um you're one of the gay male dancers. So, yes. wh- so not what the only you're the only. Yes, I'm. All, I'm currently the only uh, gay male in the Las Vegas cast here. Wow. So, what is that like for you as as a gay man to be, to be, you know, stripping for the women to have that interact when it's a live show in Vegas, um, you know, to have that interaction and how is it to interact with the other guys in the group? To me, honestly, it was one of the reasons that I took the job mm. um, because. I think that Chippendales has been branded a staple for so long that the show is just for women, you know, that only women can go, only women can enjoy this. And I think it has been something that the brand has tried to be redeveloping themselves in that, you know, our show is for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, we want everyone to feel comfortable at our show, gay, straight, lesbian, married, black, white, Asian, whatever it may be. It's entertainment and we're here to entertain you. And for me, it's always been something that's very important to me as an openly gay man to present that product in a way that I would want my boyfriend or husband or friends or whatever it may be that come into the show to feel comfortable and feel that it's a, it's a safe experience for them to be at and not feel that they're going to be judged for looking at the guys or judged for wanting to touch the guys. So it's always been something very important for me to continue to create my show as the host and how I present it and how I speak and how I talk, that it's a very comfortable situation for everyone because everyone deserves to be there. You know, this Mm -hmm. entertainment is not something that's closed off to one group of people, to one race, to one sexuality. It's a brand. We're here to have a great time. And our job on this stage is to entertain you, you know, so 
yeah, that's something that's always been very important that it, it feels very inclusive, you know, that no one feels that they should not belong or that they should not be there because everyone is welcome. And working with the guys, I mean, it, it was kind of nerve wracking going into this first because I was like, I've never had like a, a situation where I've been an entertainer. I've worked with straight males, like a full <laughs> cast of straight males. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they are some of the most supportive wonderful loving men that I have ever come across and have ever worked with. It's like being in the like a fraternity. You know, I know I have an entire group of brothers that if anything was ever to come my way, I know I have 14 other guys that have my back, you know? So yeah, it was something that was a fearful situation, but it, I mean, it's turned out to be something that is completely the opposite way. And I love all of them with all of my heart. And I would say like, 15 years ago, when I've ever said I was headlining a show, uh, a male review show in Vegas, never. But honestly, I would say it was one of the best career decisions I made to join this cast. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, how, how does also, um, uh, you're also one of the black dancers in the show. So yes. now in, in this time of, of uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, how how is it for you as, as a performer? Um, you know, have you encountered any kind of racism i don't know if you can talk about it within the Um, honestly personally no i've never encountered anything in that sense Mm -hmm. um i think chippendales does a great job of making every race feel represented in our cast you know we we know that as a company that there's someone for everyone Mm -hmm. you know there's someone for everyone. There's a look for everyone. You know, I'm not always going to be someone's cup of tea, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just in life. I'm never going to be everyone's cup of tea, but we like to continue to make our shows very diverse. And again, like I said, very open and accepting, you know, to continue again, you know, it's, it's more about entertainment and pleasure. You know, we're not here to discriminate. We're not here to push people away and say no to people. We want, again, it to be a safe space that everyone feels very comfortable and very welcome that they can come and enjoy our product. That's wonderful. And what do you think some other organizations, like you said, Chippendales is very inclusive. How do you think those values from Chippendales, how do you think you could maybe, if you wanted to have a platform where you could help educate other um, institutions on the inclusiveness, how do you think the Chippendales brand could help teach that? Um, You know, I think we all have such an amazing platform right now when it comes to social media and like how everyone's voice can be heard, you know, just posting a story or honestly, even if it's a 30 second like video story or whatever it may be, you know, I think it's just honestly being very truthful and open and honest with yourself and continuing the conversation because I feel when the the conversation stops, that's when the issue progresses, you know. So I really think it's truthfully just staying open. And I mean, again, like us as Chippendales, it's such an amazing corporation. We have such a large platform in what we do. I mean, just speaking and staying honest and true. And I mean, it comes with the same way with, for me, like gay rights, you know, mm-hmm. it's never something I'm going to sit back and be quiet on because obviously this is my life. This is what I'm still trying to project and continue to make better. And I think it's just the same way for all of us, you know, we basically stay very open and true about what we all believe in. And I think the corporation, the company has always backed us and stood strongly behind us as entertainers and performers and just kind of never like let that go to the wayside, you know? I think that's wonderful. And it's wonderful to hear that the organization is so supportive of, of you and of yeah. everybody. And Very much. Um, it, it's really nice to hear, especially when you're starting to hear of so many other 
uh, institutions exactly. that are not. Yeah, totally. You know, and again, it's a scary time. It's a scary day and mm-hmm. age. But to know that, like, the person that you work for, your employer, is there for you, hears what you have to say, and supports you on these things as well, you know, is always very important. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, so, some other things I want to uh, talk about is uh, I mean, clearly, you are very in shape, <laughs> you, you have an incredible body. <laughs> How do you quarantine 25 is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can, I mean, I know my listeners can't see you, but um, since we are on video, I don't know where that 25 went on you. So uh, I don't, I don't see that anywhere. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but how do you stay, how do you stay so fit? What's your regimen and, and how do you allow yourself to stray when you want something uh, like a, a guilty pleasure? Here's the thing. I'm a big guilty pleasure person. If you looked on my, if you looked over here to the left on my table, there's a Pizza Hut box right here. Right, oh now. that's God. the honesty. <laughs> um, like I'm, I'm a terrible fast food junkie, and all the boys in the show know this about me. They're like, I don't understand how you do it. I want to say that I have great genes and good genetics that have given me a good fast metabolism. But Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, McDonald's are all my friend. I know this is terrible, America. I'm so sorry, but yes, I love fast food. But when it comes to like my gym workout, three to four days in the gym, hour, hour and a half, you know, weight training and things like that, Um, especially like when quarantine hit, obviously things took a big turn, you know, but I was lucky enough to have like workout equipment here in my home, weights and things like that, you know, resistance bands. And it was just honestly, when when quarantine first started, yes, I was like, out the window. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) I don't need to look pretty for anyone, so I am not going to worry about it. But as like as time went on, you know, you kind of get back into like the habit, into the routine. But all honesty, I'm a fast food junkie. Yes, I admit it. I love Taco Bell, pizza, all of that. But if you're going to eat it, you got to work a little harder, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. Yes. Well, that's terrific. That's terrific. And, <laughs> yeah, and, who doesn't love saying that? Who doesn't enjoy eating fast food? Of course, it's terrific. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you're lucky that you get to eat it and still. And still looks so good. I know. I'm one of the very, I'm one of the few like lucky ones that like have that metabolism, have that system to kind of splurge a little more. And I mean, I'm still kind of young. I'll be 31 on Sunday. So I've got time working again with me still. So you sure do. Cause let me tell you, when you hit 40, it's a whole different ball game. (laughs) It's (laughs) going to continue to spiral downhill. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Um, Now, with Chippendales, you are um, you are naked a lot of the time, and as I saw on your Instagram, you are naked a lot of time on your Instagram. Um, what kind of, as someone who is always out there showing off their body, how, how do you um, like? What kind of it, does it? Do you have any insecurities about that? And and if so, how do you how do you overcome them to be able to just put yourself out there like that? I mean. I think anyone who comes up in this industry and is striding to be in the entertainment industry will always have some type of insecurity about their appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we are we're, we're, we're judged on it. We're criticized about it uh, from the ground up, from the start of our career to the, the peak of our career. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're too short, you're too tall, your hair is the wrong color, it's this, you know. We're always criticized about it, and it's always in the back of our minds. So, yeah, for me to sit here and say that I don't have insecurities about my body would be an absolute lie. <laughs> you know, there's always something that I wish was different or if my arms were bigger or this. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think as I progressed in life and I got older, I'm like, listen, this is what I have. I can't change it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
if it's what you want, then it's what you want. If it's not, then it's on to the next thing, you know? And because, I mean, truthfully, you have to love yourself first. Yeah. I mean, I think RuPaul says it first. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anyone else? You got to exactly. love yourself first. Um, and that I think that is definitely a journey in people's life learning to love themselves and appreciate what they have to offer and what their value is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was definitely something that I struggled with for a very long time, obviously growing up and being a gay male of color, you know, it was definitely something that, you know, you didn't feel like you fit in. You didn't feel like your look was enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely something that I had to find within myself and it definitely came with age and just learn to appreciate like this. And this is what I have. Obviously things can be better. Obviously things can look a different way, but Hey, this is what I have to offer, you know? So yeah. And now I'm like, please, yeah, let's go run naked. Let's go, let's go have a ball. Let's, you know, let's <laughs> cook, cook naked, do a live naked cooking show. So <laughs> that's amazing. You're so lucky to have found that self-love and to be able to um, show that to everybody because it, it really does come through it really, in, in and, talking and, to and you. That's the thing. It's just really being able to make that connection and really hone in on that to, because, I mean, it's, it's an easier life after you do. It's such an easier life after you do. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. If you had to give somebody maybe some tips on on ways to find self-love, what's some tips that you would give, you know, considering you, you found it yourself? Yeah. Um, honestly, I would say trust in who you are because who you are is enough. You don't have to be like the person to the left of you. You don't have to be like the person to the right of you. Once you find and trust in who you are and what you have to offer and what you have to bring to this world, that right there will be enough. That's wonderful. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with everybody. Like I said, it took a moment to find that in myself and Mm -hmm. it's okay. It takes time. It's not going to be something that's going to happen overnight, you know? So again, trust yourself and trust your gut because that's when you'll really start to find who you are and where your true path is. You know, there's a road for everyone, you know, don't go down Sarah's road. Don't go down John's road, go down your road because your road is going to be enough. And you'll find that producers, casting directors are going to love you for who you are rather than trying to be Sarah or John. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, Priceline presents go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. Okay. Um, I also want to find out from you, um, what are some of your hobbies outside of performing? Um, and one particular one I want to talk about because I saw on your Instagram your love of Disneyland. 
Oh yes. <laughs> so what's um what's your favorite ride at Disneyland? Ooh, that's hard. Um, or your top three? Okay, yeah, I can do top three. Okay. Top three, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to say Haunted Mansion during Halloween and Christmas at Disneyland when they redo it for Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. If you haven't done it, you have to. It's the best thing ever. And then I will say... Uh, I would be like, it's a hard tie between Indiana Jones at Disneyland and Big Thunder Mountain. Mm. Those like like roller coaster rides, I would like tie those together. Yes, I like the classics. Yes. I really enjoy the classics. Like the classics, are, like always do it for me. Now, if you if you want to talk about parades and things like that and shows, God, we'd be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you ever perform at Disney? Were you? Yeah, um, I performed at Disney World in Orlando for eight years. Mm-hmm. Yes, so like that's where I got my I got my equity card there, and kind of like. Came into like the musical theater scene a little more, which was mm-hmm. super awesome. But yeah, I was there for eight years. So wow. I love the magic, the the sparkles, the glitter, the fairies, the princesses, <laughs> all about it. <laughs> all right. Now, who are your favorite Disney? Who's your top three favorite Disney characters? Okay, really? You're going to do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I love Aladdin. Super fan. Definitely. Um... This is hard. There's so many good ones. Um, Tiana, I have a special relationship with Tiana because when Tiana got premiered, I actually got to open her show at Disney World, which was like a super fun experience to kind of go through all that in the media, like introducing her to the Disney family and doing that. So I'm super excited that now Thunder uh, Thunder Mountain is going to be rethemed and done around uh, Princess and the Frog, which is super exciting. And if I had to pick one more. I would say Belle mm. because um, that was my longest contract at Disney. Like I did five years at uh, Beauty and the Beast live on stage at uh, Hollywood Studios. Wow. So yeah, Belle will always have like a special place in my heart. But Aladdin, like his top favorite Disney movie, Princess and the Frog with Tiana, I would say is a strong second because of like being able to integrate her into like the Disney family. And then yeah, Belle. I love this, that. This is hard. Disney questions are very hard. I'm very, yes, <laughs> I'm I, very biased. It's hard to that. pick like a top three because there's just so <laughs> much I love and I'm like a crazy fanatic about Disney. It's just crazy. And since Aladdin is your favorite, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you yes. trust me? Yes, I trust you. <laughs> Take my hand. <laughs> there we go. See, we can, there it is. We can, there. Yes. Now, if you could go <laughs> on a magic carpet ride anywhere, where would you go to? And who would you go with? If I could go on a magic carpet ride, um, I would take my mom mm-hmm. to Santorini, Greece. Aww. I worked on ships for a really long time um, with Royal Caribbean, and Santorini was like one of my favorite places to go to. Like, literally, it's just like a rock in the middle of the ocean, but it's so like quaint and coy and beautiful, and the food is great. And when I came back, I told my mom, I was like, oh, I want to take you to Greece. Like, that is like my one place that I want to like take my mom and show her because I had such an amazing time there. So, yes, if there was a carpet that was going to come pick me up and take us somewhere, I'd take my mom to Greece. <laughs> That's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. And what are some of your other hobbies outside of performing that you like to do? Um, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love to cook. Like, if I wasn't a dancer, I said I would probably have gone to culinary school 
to like study food and things like that. Um, yeah, so cooking is like a big thing. My TV is always on the Food Network. It's always like Chopped Guys grocery games. Like anything food, I absolutely love it. And I'm just a foodie in life itself. Like put something in front of me, super excited to eat it and taste it. Um, I love I love the beach. Anything around the ocean is fantastic. I can't say that I'm a super outdoorsy person, like hiking and camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a critter person. <laughs> don't like bugs, don't like critters. But yeah, cooking, the beach. Um, I, I used to um, I used to do gymnastics for a really long time. So I love going into the gym and just training gymnastics, like things like that. That's that's like my outside like hobby. Or even just going out with friends, mm-hmm. having a drink, doing a little dance. <laughs> that, that, that's a good hobby, I feel. <laughs> I love that. What's your favorite um, gymnastic move? What's like your what was like the move you were like? Yes, this Ooh. is me. Um, my biggest skill back in the day when I was in my prime, you know, actually, <laughs> as old. Um, I think Arabian through the double full was like my oh, go-to wow. like trick. Uh, are there any charities you um, support or organizations that you're that you want to pub- you know help publicize? Um, yeah, well, right now, um, actually, one organization that we work with largely in Nevada, um, it's actually called AFAN, which is AIDS for Nevada, which is um, AIDS support for LGBTQ plus youth and communities struggling with HIV or AIDS to give them support and aid. And we actually do a huge benefit. It's, it's very similar to what Broadway Bears is. And mm-hmm. we used to have one out here, you know, when there were more equity shows out here present. But um, it's just actually a big event, an event out here where all of the shows and performers, we come together, we put on this huge benefit charity show that we actually were not able to have this year because of everything with COVID. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, they've been doing like small little things to accept donations here and there. So, yeah, I've actually been pushing that, you know, even on my social media. It's like, hey, like, you know, if you have a dollar, a dime, five cent, you know, donate to AFAN a- a- AIDS for Nevada, which is I think something that's very close to near and dear to my heart, obviously because it is supporting the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they are missing such a big chunk of where their budget comes from, from our annual show that wasn't able to happen this year. So yeah, any type of support I think that they can get right now is amazing. And I mean, I think the whole BLM movement right now and mm-hmm. all of that is amazing charities i always say trevor project is such an amazing thing for you know lgbtq plus youth and support there so yeah really any of that is like things that i've been like really trying to commit you know even the uh the actors fund right now for um out of work performers and every with new york and things like that uh, yeah so any of that i think is a great platform to really just be pushing and branding to support out of work entertainers right now and obviously the the times of the movements and things like that those are great charities. I'll, I'll be sure to put them in the text of the podcast so people yeah, can awesome. give donations. Sure. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so we're getting uh, close to the end of the interview already. Um, the time That's is just fine. <laughs> I mean, almost, almost. We still have a little <laughs> bit to go. What's the strangest thing that has happened to you during a, a Chippendales experience? Not to be too revealing or too overwhelming, but I have been peed on. Oh. I think that would be like the farthest thing that has ever happened that's been like over the top. Yeah. That is definitely something. It has happened. I have been peed on. (laughs) That is definitely something I was not expecting. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It normally isn't. I wasn't expecting it either. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, you look down and you're wet and you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the poor, she was absolutely mortified. And <laughs> wherever you are in the world, I'm so sorry. But it's okay. It's all, it's okay. <laughs> and it made a great story. It, it, it is a great story to tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are going to wrap up the interview with um, a few rapid fire questions. And then um, I will end with my famous question. So the rapid fire questions are going to be first peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Smooth. And what's your favorite brand? Jiffy. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's so brand. Yes. I love it. Uh, favorite M&M flavor? Uh, peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And Orange favorite packet. Yeah, right? Yes. Peanut butter. Yeah. Yes. And favorite M&M color? Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, favorite go-to emoji when texting? Uh, winky face. Mm. <laughs> Always winky face. I love that. Um, favorite way to take your coffee? I don't drink coffee. Mm. Not a coffee drinker. Not on that train. Tea, yes. Tea's slightly sweet. Like 50% sugar, like half-half. Water sugar. Yeah. Definitely tea. I'm a southern boy, so yeah, definitely tea. Mm. Sweet tea. Yes. Yeah, yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Favorite uh, scent or smell? Uh, the current scent I wear, if we're talking like in that sense, it would be Paco Rabanne 1 million. Mm. Uh, if it comes to like candles, household fragrances, anything Bath and Body Works that smells like cookies, cake, or food. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Yum. Their apple cinnamon candle is like one of my top favorite. Listen, anything like cinnamony roll waffle cookies fresh baked goods i literally have like a hoarding obsession when it comes to bath and body works candles like i literally have a shelf full of them i burn like three to four of them in one room at a time it's yeah it's bad (laughs) oh my god i love it i love it um and now we're up to the final question so if you if playing off of the title of my podcast bearing it all with call me adam if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you have not shared previously what would you share with me today i'm absolutely terrified of like snakes and spiders like don't ever bring them around me like if they're like on set or something and they're like oh you have to hold the snake nope can't do it let me go unemploy me bring the next (laughs) model in because i can't do it but i absolutely have the biggest fear of snakes and spiders i guess that would be like something that people may not know i'm not sure that's a hard one uh i'll give you like like some rapid fire ones uh okay i'm a sibling of four i have an older brother a uh older sister and a younger sister uh what else um my dad's puerto rican but i don't speak spanish Uh, (laughs) and I'm 31. That's my age, I guess. I don't know. There's like some fun facts that we may have not discussed. Well, on that note, we are going to help you blow out your birthday candles. A big, big happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, Yeah, again, it's Jason.Michael. So Jason with a Y. J-A-Y-S-O-N dot Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. And that's on, on Instagram? and That is on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. Terrific. Well, everybody listening, follow Jason on social media. Uh, if you're looking for a fun night with your friends, do the Chippendale virtual at home. Yeah. Um, once it reopens, definitely come back and go to the show. And um, here at the Broadway Podcast Network, don't forget we have over 70 theater and art related podcasts. So 
definitely continue to tune in. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, guys. And remember, please support local entertainment, live entertainment, Broadway, live shows. You know, anything that you can do would be super amazing and super helpful. Just remember this industry is still here and, you know, a lot of people are going through things too. So thank you guys for all. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at all the place for the business of show. Call me Adam.com. Find more episodes of Burying It All with Call Me Adam at broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are streamed, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at CallMeAdamNYC. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. And finally, if you really want to get involved, become a member of my Patreon page at patreon.com backslash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get exclusive perks, including behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and everybody's favorite, swag.